Oh, what a f***ing miserable day. It's not great, is it? No, change. No, not great at all. Don't say, don't <clears> say, <throat> I'm having say. one of those days today. So, uh, where are we going to start with this? Uh, well, um, start by me know. setting up the studio. So I just need to put in a uh, show name, so... Put in 300. 305. Yeah. Actually, i tell you what I was thinking. I was just talking to somebody the other day, um, and they said there are podcast awards. Why haven't you ever put your podcast in for an award? And I said, well, because it's a load of old shit, really. And, uh, and Rob and I do it more or less just to entertain ourselves. And she said, have you ever heard some of the podcasts that go out? I said, to be honest, I haven't. Hmm. Well, uh, we did once, I think. There was the Podcast Awards in London somewhere, wasn't there? Well, apparently it's big business. There are a big podcast uh, awards. Yeah, but it always goes to, like, BBC ones and stuff. Oh, oh I won't bother with that then. But anyway, she said, um, I had to listen to your podcast. It's very funny. I said, well, it's not supposed to be funny. And... <laughs> I forget that when we do them, we'll start it in a minute. We do it for ourselves, really. Just sit there and talk bollocks. Put the world right. Yeah. And, in, in you know, sometimes I feel that maybe uh, is it worth doing it all the time? Should we do it every week? Should we just do it once a month or something? Because we're not making any money out of it, are we? No, I mean, it's funny enough that um, the lad that I used to do the original podcast with uh, texted me the other day, said it was our 10-year anniversary, should we do a, a podcast? But, you know, mm. I might do. A bit too much yeah, doing, do. doing this. Well, could do, I suppose. You know, why don't we just give this one up for a few years or a few, you know. <clears throat> oh, dear. I'm just a, a bit depressed. Uh, well, I've, I've got a, a boil somewhere on my left arse cheek. So every time I lean one direction, oh, I go straight through me. How can you get a boil there? I don't know. Well, it's funny you should say that because I have just got, I don't know if I'm going back to my youth, but I've got a spot in the middle of my cheek. And oh. I've got this TV show to record later. And it's one of those, you know, a blind spot, but it mm. kind of looks large. The ones under your nose are the painful ones, you know, when you just under your nose, you just mm. touch them. Well, I haven't got one there. Mm. So, you know, I mean, is it worth carrying on? We don't make any money out of it. There's no sponsorship. There's no... There, other people seem to make money because I know people nick this off the internet and put it out on different platforms. Well, you make a little bit of money from the books and... Uh, yeah, but, you know... A few radio stations pay us a little bit of money. As much as a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee, yes. Anyway, so when I make this the last one for a year or... Well, make, I mean, if you're going to go back and do it with your mate, then I don't have to worry about you being bored. Because, you know, a lot of the reason I do this is just to keep you entertained. I was only going to do the one. Yeah, but that's, that's like two-timing me. I'm not f***ing having that. Okay, well, I won't do it then. No, 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 you do that, and then I don't need to do this, you know. Because all I do is get more and more irate. I mean, I just... Uh, if we were doing this live, I wouldn't say this, but oh, that that I feel really sorry for that child, whatever her name is, Thunberg. You know, the one who's going over looking teary and saying her life has been ruined by everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. But I just feel it was being manipulated by other people. I feel a little sorry for her. I look out of the window today. It's been very cold and it's wet. And yeah, sure, the climate is. And then we've got these arseholes of climate 
rebellion or extinction rebellion what the fuck i was on the train the other day and there were two coming back from a demonstration well i, I mean i've got my hat pulled over my eyes and they're giggling and laughing about what they've done and they they've got their feet up on the seats and they're talking and I, they're on their mobile phones they're texting their mates been to this and i'm thinking what cunts? you know mobile phones if you have a mobile phone you're adding to the pollution that you're complaining about in all kinds of ways, if you think about it, right? Yep. I just watched a program about how um, how terrible trainers are, and uh, that if you wear trainers, you are contributing to the police. Just it, everything, and then you got some fucking hairy twat, you know, with a big beard going on, and well, we're making sustainable trainers, man, to save the planet, and I wish everybody would come and buy them. And, you know, and I think, what on earth? We're looking for problems where there aren't any. It, it really fucking annoying me, right? You know, that we, could, we should clean the environment up. Absolutely no doubt. I am a big fan of recycling, getting rid of single-use plastic and all of that. And we've done great. You know, you used to walk in dog shit everywhere you go. This is my favorite analogy, by the way. And now you don't in most areas. Everybody picks up their dog shit, as they should have done from years and years ago. And we are steadily getting better. And we will get better fuel and better resources. But the fact is that politicians are now using it and pretending, oh, well, yeah, we want to get on board with these kids. And it's just beginning to really annoy me. And that's, not, I mean, that's another reason to give up all this shit and disappear and live quietly somewhere. They're a cult, aren't they? They're a death cult. They're a religion. They're a new religion forming. That's the way I view it. Well, yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. But, you know, unfortunately, politicians say, well, yeah, we've got to do this, man. Look, the, the planet will do what the planet will do. And a lot of young people just want to get on and, you know, make their way in life like everybody else. There are real problems. When we were kids, there were problems too, okay? We had quite a, you know, depending on how old you are, uh, I was a kid and I wasn't a, a mod or a rocker. I was too young at the time, but I remember the the running battles on the beachfronts and um, all that sort of stuff. And we, we're living through different sorts of violent times now. And, you know, it's difficult for people to buy homes now for all kinds of reasons. The main reason there haven't been enough built and one of the reasons that is not lack of money or anything else, but politicians not knowing what the f they're doing and uh, not allowing building you know we have the green belt we have every time somebody wants to build more houses people complain oh dear oh dear oh dear i mean it just absolutely i'm just raining i should pop upstairs in a minute and shut the window I left the window upstairs open um i, I you, you know people spend their time demonstrating and moaning but not actually uh helping out if everybody if everybody wanted to make things better and cleaner just by their own personal actions, threatening people. The other day, did you see the morons with the, uh, with the, the fire engine uh, who were going to spray some government buildings red, but they, they couldn't control the hose. It went all over the place, just made a f***ing mess. Yep. I mean, honestly. Told you, it's a death cult. I mean, the, you know, the symbol, the, um, the egg timer symbol they've got carrying around with them. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, it's uh, it's from the oh. um, Saturn god uh, Cronus, which is the god oh. of death. Oh, right. Okay, marvellous. So it's a cult. Marvellous. 
Yeah, well, you know, maybe maybe they need to be in. And you see, everybody. Oh well, yeah, we're trying to save the planet, so you know, we maybe we should sort of sympathise with them. And you've got all the greenies, and you know, I saw the ex leader of leader of the Greens who hates the idea of uh, the the House of Lords, but she's become a baroness just so she can help remove it. What a lot of fucking twaddle! <laughs> what a lot of twaddle, eh? I mean, the, some of the most ineffectual and stupid people seem to be idolised in this nation. So that's like, I'm a vegetarian, but I'm going to eat all the meat off the planet first. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was a vegetarian. I, I hate the idea of the way they treat animals. I prefer animals to humans, but I still have the occasional bit of chicken and I, I still occasionally buy a steak. We'll have synthetic uh, meat very soon, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, we will. And and that will be great. And uh, the scientists are working on it. Not for the cows, though. They'll be extinct. Well, there'll be a few left in zoos, I suppose, or or farms where people go and see what it used to be like in the old days. Yeah, but they'll ban um, those. There'll be a campaigning group, Save the Cows. Well, yeah, that's sheep. a point. That's a point. But, you know, I just... Just people make their lives so difficult, don't they? And then... oh. Anyway, listen, let's, if we're going to do this, let's start it and get on with it, I suppose. I do feel sorry for that kid, Greta, what's her name? Because she's being, and, and you can see uh, she's 16, and she's all up, 16 hours working. But she's a very immature 16, very young 16. Everybody says, oh, she says wonderful things. She just goes on about the science. A lot of it's acting, I think. I don't think she's acting. I just think she's she's been encouraged and she's, a, 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 you know, like a lot of, of people get very, like we are. I'm, I'm just getting annoyed about all these people going on about stuff and they, I think a lot of them are probably going to be changing their minds and thinking differently within the next couple of years. But in the meantime, they strive. It was the same with, I don't know, CND and ban the bomb and all that stuff. Do you remember that? Probably you don't. Yeah, I do. But, you know, that, that was uh, reasonable. Well, they've hang on. We've still got huge nuclear deterrents around the world. India and Pakistan have got nuclear bombs. China could destroy the planet about 20 times over, so could America and probably Russia. It hasn't it didn't achieve anything. Got fed up with it and stopped doing it. Well, that's the point. Eventually, this this climate rebellion will just get fed up and stop doing it. So just bide our time, yeah. we'll just wait for it to sort of all fall over and then we'll just carry on yeah. eating our McDonald's. Well, the, yeah, the kids will move on and realise they've got to earn a living and do other stuff, I suppose. But Ooh, oh, doorbell. Hold on, a minute. hold on, hold on. There's somebody <coughs> at the door. There's somebody <coughs> at the door. There's somebody at the door. There's somebody at the door. It sounds like a delivery. Delivery from Mr. Whale. <clears throat> a toweling bathrobe I ordered online. Well, there you go. Uh, dogs are not here today. That's why they didn't bark. I thought it was remarkably quiet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're at the dog sitters uh, because I'm going out after we finish this and then I'm doing James Well Breaks the News on TV. And I hadn't thought about that. Plus, of course, my radio show. Busy, busy man. I had a visitor yesterday from a, from a, from a fan of the podcast. Do you think anybody actually listens? Well, one person did. He came into the shop. He said, hi, I'm really? Craig. And I yeah. listened to the show. Shook my hand. Oh. I wish I'd have known he was coming. I'd have put some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd so, never bother. 
I've what? got to have a shower yet, so I'm just in my pants. When I, when I say put some clothes on, I had all my scruffs on because I was busy yeah. digging up a floor. Yeah. So I and how did bit... he know about the podcast? Well, I assume he listens. Well, in fact, he told me he listens. Oh, right, okay. He also said he was in a band and asked why we didn't play any music anymore and could he submit one of his tracks. So I said, well, bring it in or send it to me. And uh-huh. We might play it. Yeah. I just looked through this running order you actually do for this. There's f- all in it. In fact, there isn't anything in it. I've got all your stuff written down here. What? Well, I thought you'd want to talk about uh, possible jail time for Boris. They're considering that. Um, Rory Stewart uh, running for mayor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, possibility. uh, He'd probably make a good mayor. Nazanin Radcliffe sending her daughter home to go to school. Nazanin Zaghari Radcliffe, who's in prison in Iran, is sending her daughter home. Yeah, that's their latest news, so she can start school. All right. I better actually ring her husband, who I know quite well, Richard Radcliffe, who uh, I interview quite often. See about oh, that's good news. That is a step in the right direction. I hope so. Um, that, yeah, and a lot of the other stuff is for me. Oh, there's a um, bit of Wales mail there. Should we start the show then, and then we can get on? Yeah, I think that's a good idea because uh, I've got to go in a minute. Got to have a shower. Um, so this is the last show we're ever going to do. The last podcast we're ever going to do because. Um, I don't know, really. I mean, uh, I, I got really deflated yesterday, I have to tell you, with this woman who said, why don't you ever submit your podcast for an award? I said, well, because it's not really professional, is it? I'm sure all those other ones have got sleek stuff. She said, don't you ever listen to podcasts? I said, no, I do them. I'm on the radio every night on talk radio. I do other stuff and I do this podcast which Robbo wakes me up in the morning to get me to do. And, you know, it's kind of, we started, how long ago did we start doing it? I can't remember now. 2014, I think. Was it? Bloody hell. And um, we started it with thinking, I thought we, it would be a way of making some money and, uh, you know, we could we could all go and live in paradise together. Uh, you know, everybody says, oh, well, we make thousands and thousands for our podcast. Well, where do all these f***ing people make their money? When have you seen a rich podcaster? Ricky Gervais? Yeah, but he, he makes his money from things like The Office and stuff. Oh, OK. What you're really saying is, can we just carry on doing it? What am I going to do then on Fridays? Well, I don't know. You've got a job. Get on with it. I, mean, I don't really want to do my real job. Let's stop this f***ing chatter and just do this podcast thing. Well, I'm all depressed now. Yeah, well, I was depressed when I started it, so why the f*** shouldn't you be? <clears throat> okay. Well, I'll play, I'll play the music. Yeah. Sleekly. Yeah, go on. That's not a good start. No, hang on. Tell me when the music's finished. Well, it's finished. We don't, don't go, uh, at the start. Oh, right. right, start again. Play the music again and I'll shush. Okay.
Here we go. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Welcome to the James Well Radio Show podcast brought to you by Robbo. And uh, and what a day it's been, what a week it's been, what a year, what a month, what an afternoon. Um, so much to talk about, so little time. So here's the thing, guys. Boris Johnson has, I think, started his premiership with a great amount of positivity. And I am just sick and tired of the negativity of those people on the opposition benches. He's brought forth his plan. Now, look, people voted, not me. The majority of people voted to leave the European Union. I was a staunch Remainer. I have changed my mind. I think the bureaucracy and the kind of over, uh, I, you, you know, the European Parliament has become far too big for its boots. It is, it is striving to become an empire. We don't want to be part of an empire. Empires fall apart. Look at the Romans. Look at the Nazis. And look at the British Empire. Look at all the empires through history. Eventually they get too big and they fall apart. The European Empire, for want of a better description, which seems to want to have a kind of socialist, Marxist feel about it, is now trying to envelop every country it can. And, of course, that is beginning to antagonise a lot of people on the periphery of Europe. Europe trying to take in all the old Soviet Union. There's another empire that failed uh, countries. It's getting too big. It's unwieldy and it doesn't work. I love the free movement around Europe. I wish we could retain that. I love the idea of a free trade deal and we should retain that. But we do have to have some kind of rules and regulations about who can come into this country and we also need to be able to go out into the rest of the world and do stuff there as well. Some of the tariff deals the European Union impose on other countries, particularly poor countries. I didn't know any of this. I've, I've learned this in the last three years, which is why I now have decided we need to leave and we need to leave now. Not in a couple of years, not kick the can down the road. I think Boris Johnson's proposals, and by the way, can we stop, you know, this this huge campaign to try and blacken Boris Johnson's name without the, and the people doing it not thinking about it. Oh, we want to remain in Europe. Oh, yes, love. You know, think about it. Think about what Europe is, what it stands for, how much of a dictatorial organisation it has become. I'm not falling out with people from Europe. I love being in Europe. I very nearly went to live in France a couple of years ago. And who knows what the future may hold, but... Being tied to this one bureaucratic entity, the European Union, the European Parliament, soon to be the European Army and everything else, is not sustainable. So we need to leave. Boris Johnson's come up with an idea. The border in Ireland is always going to be a problem, but we cannot, you know, Northern Ireland, small part of the United Kingdom, cannot hold the rest of us to ransom. The politicians in Northern Ireland are f***ing useless. They have not actually served the people of Northern Ireland and the rest of the UK for the last three years, yet they still get money. The Good Friday Agreement to make people behave sensibly on the island of Ireland is a great thing, and they would be stupid to start the troubles again. Absolutely stupid. It may well be that Ireland becomes reunited 
I was interviewing the uh, journalist Kevin Ma the other day who has written a book on the reunification of Ireland. He reckons it will happen in the next five years, and I hope it happens peacefully if it does. But the whole thing about the border in Northern Ireland or between Ireland and the North cannot really detract from the fact that the United Kingdom voted to leave the European Union. And I believe if you had another vote now, more and more people would vote to leave. I would like to leave with a great deal. But it looks like the European Union are going to do everything they can to make sure that doesn't happen. And they want to use Britain as an example to other countries that if you leave the European Union, things will get worse for you. I thought Boris Johnson's plan is good, and I think they realise now, even though even though Corbyn and the others have made it so difficult to do a deal, because they are arseholes, aren't they? They are f***ing idiots. You know, the negativity coming from Corbyn, whose delivery of his speech replying to Boris Johnson was the most pathetic and inane thing I have ever heard. It needs to be done. We need to leave the European Union. And if on the 31st of October we haven't, there will be a lot of very miserable and upset people. Nobody will take to the streets because we are too intelligent to do that. We will hopefully see that eventually the will of the people will be done. There needs to be an election. And even if it is after the 31st of October, I'm pretty sure the election will bring to power the party who says we are going to leave the European Union because the European Union, or as I prefer to call it now, the European Empire, is going the wrong way. And it needs to be... You know, we need to have good relationships with Europe. We need to have... Uh, trade deals that, that benefit all of us. We need to carry on the way we are and um, um, possibly allow people within, uh, you know, countries around the world to, to, to move freely. And for those people who've made their homes here to be given the assurance that they're not going to have to go, we need to do all of that. We can't do any of that until we've agreed a withdrawal uh, thing. And we haven't done that. And we need to do it. We need to get it done by the 31st of October. And, the, and, you know, this, this kind of, 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 of negativity about Boris Johnson isn't really helping at all. I mean, he may not be the most uh, brilliant person in the world. He may be a bit of a liar, a bit of a chancer and everything else. But he is currently the prime minister because of the rules. And don't start, well, he wasn't elected by me. No, well, let's have an election and then see where we go from there. It is just, it's just pathetic. This argument about leaving Europe is pathetic, isn't it? Really pathetic. It seems also that we 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 hear the the Remainers, particularly the sort of lefty journalist types who talk about it nonstop in a way that well we can't allow this to happen because those poor people in the country don't understand and they will be very badly affected. Well, on my radio show and talk radio nightly from seven o'clock, I hear an enormous amount of people, normal, ordinary, working people. I don't like the word working class. You know, you work or you don't work. You're wealthy or you're not wealthy. And you can be wealthy and, uh, no, I, what am I trying to say? You could be wealthy anyway, and the, common. The class system does it. You, you could be upper class and very poor. Yeah. Working class and very wealthy. Forget the class system. It's only brought about by people of political in, intent, malintent probably. So 
I, I, you know, more and more people, just ordinary people, got a job, people who are trying to get on, want, seem, it seems to me, want to leave the European Union. But if we're not sure, let's have an election. And we said, well, we can't have an election. It's all about, uh, let's just have another um, uh, referendum. No, let's not have a referendum because we had a referendum and the government have, uh, the, the parliament have not abided by what the people wanted. And okay, it was quite close, but a million people more voted to leave, didn't they? I voted to remain. Remember, I've changed my mind. It is time that we actually stopped patronising the people of this country. Let the people say, not in a referendum, but in a general election. Because I don't think a referendum is a very good idea. And if you're not going to abide by the findings of a referendum, which we didn't, what is the point anyway? I think I've said everything I need to say about that. What do you think? I agree with everything you're saying, and I forgive you, by the way. For what? For, for voting to remain. Well, didn't you vote to remain? Of course I didn't. But you're a, uh, you're, you're, you're a businessman. Won't it affect you badly? It won't affect me at all. Why will it affect me? Well, I don't know, really. But everybody says everybody's going to be affected. They're buying in body bags, and we're going to be dying in our millions. Wow. Okay, well, I'm going to set up a business selling body bags then. See, where there's a... Mm. A will. <laughs> yeah, there's a will. There's a way. Yeah, so, you know, it just, it just, it just beggars belief, doesn't it, really? And, you know, we're we close to a deal, but the Euro, I don't think the European Union, who are looking at the negativity of some of the politicians, the weakness of some of the politicians, saying, oh, look, the government never going to get that through, so we just won't agree to anything, and uh, and they'll they'll have to uh, they'll have to go for an extension. And what the the EU will probably say, well, we're not going to give you a three month extension. That's no good at all. If you want an extension, you're going to have at least a year, maybe even a two year extension, because you're going to need all that time to sort this out. I love it when Corbyn stands up and he rubbishes everything, and. When he's asked, what is your plan then? If you don't like this plan, what are you going to do? What, 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 would, what would you do? And he goes on, well, we'll, we'll uh, retain the... Whatever. He hasn't got a plan, okay? If you've got a plan, tell us, but as you haven't, let's have an election. Why won't you have an election? Because you think you will lose. I'm glad you're not having an election because as soon as an election is called, in a run-up to an election, as I uh, apparently know to my cost, um, I have to stop talking about my thoughts and have to be completely impartial. So that's a radio silence then? Yeah. Well, more or less, unless I have people from both sides. Or every side. Every side, yeah. <clears throat> you know, uh, ridiculous, never mind. Although on a podcast you can say what you like, but I'm sure that would probably backfire on you if you work in the mainstream media too. Yeah, but a podcast goes out on the radio. Well, this one does. Oh, yeah, we'll have to be very careful then. I should be making money out of this, so I keep going on about this. Do you know, Eamon earns about six times more than me. On podcasts or on in general? I don't know if he does. Well, in general, I don't earn anything. Does he earn anything on He doesn't do a podcast, does he? I don't think he does a podcast. Well, he's probably uh, naturally going to be in a podcast somewhere if the radio station put out a podcast. Hmm. They don't put a podcast out of me. Well, they probably put out bits of the programme, don't they? He was on the uh, the Met UK last night on that TV programme. What is that? 
I'd say, yeah, well, you wouldn't watch it, would you? It's on the BBC. Um, it's no. like following the police around in London. Why was he on that? Um, somebody had their watch stolen and they f- he phoned in to uh, talk radio. I think Eamon was just talking about it on the uh, on his show on talk radio. So I see. Right, yeah. okay. Um, right, okay. What are we doing now? Uh, how are we changing this, the whole system of item? Why don't you do something? Oh, I saw a film this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell, tell you what, my mind's going all over. I keep getting threatening letters from the BBC uh, licensing department. Just cancel your direct debit. Well, I have done, I think. Well, well no, I, 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 I better check into that, actually. Yeah, just cancel your direct debit. You'll be fine. I'm not going to be harassed by them. I'm not, I'm not going to watch television. Uh, anymore in the in the way that you re- are required to have a TV license. Go down to Rumbelows. I think I'm f*** off. So anyway, so uh, I saw this film. Yeah. And uh, it's a film called The Family. Have you seen it? Oh, De Niro. Yeah. Hmm. Is it an old movie? I take it it probably it, it is. It is an old movie, yes. And it's just the most bizarre. I couldn't stop. I wanted to stop because I thought... This is just ridiculous. Doesn't everyone die in it? Yeah, I mean, it. 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 I enjoyed it because it, it was filmed in Normandy, a part of France I know very, very well. It's more of a comedy, though. Well, yes, it's a comedy, isn't it? But it's a kind of black comedy. Mm. But it was funny. Yeah, yeah. You saw that film about a chauffeur. Was it Green Book? Or? Oh, Green Book. Yeah, that's a good film. It was really good. I I didn't want to see that, and I thought, oh, it looks a bit lovey, you know, all a bit arty-farty because it won awards, didn't it? It's it's one of those films you sort of have to sort of um, coax yourself into watching, but when you sit and watch it, it's, Mm. like, very educational, and entertaining is the wrong word, but it sort of does... And who is the star of it? Uh, Do you know what? I have no idea. No. There's a main white actor and a main black actor. Yeah, there's, a, there's the thug and the pianist. Yeah. Who's the pianist? Google it, because <clears> they were brilliant in it. Absolutely. No wonder they won an Oscar or whatever they won. That's another thing. We shouldn't put our podcast in for awards because... Um, we don't know the facts. If you got an award, I mean, we'd just be ruined, wouldn't we? Well, it wouldn't get an award because I don't win awards. Because I annoy everybody who's in the, you know, there are loads of people. I've been doing this job since I was uh, twenty, twenty-one, and although in my in my in the eighties I did win a number of smash hit Sony awards for being um, local DJ of the year or something like that, I can't remember. Um, I don't think I've ever really won any awards for anything. I've got the um, the, the the actors here. Hmm. Um, Is one Wesley Snipes? Did he play the pianist? No, it can't. No, not Wesley Snipes. Um, Mahershala Ali. I hope I yeah. got that right. That's his name. Who played Don Shirley. Anyway, if you get, it's worth seeing. That's all I'm saying. And what's the other one I watched the other day? It's, um, Mr. Wick or John Wick? Yeah, John Wick. Did you watch the first one? I don't know, but I'm not sure if it's. It's good or not, and I, I haven't. I've only watched a bit of it. Um, the f- the fight sequences, he doesn't seem very good at them, to be honest. Oh, he's, he's Mister Matrix. He's really good at fighting. Is he? Yeah, I would think. I would. All right. So. Okay. 
Is it? Did he? Did uh, did he lose his car? Yeah, that's the one I've seen. And his they dog smashed up the car. And the dog. And the dog. Mm. Yeah, I'm losing my voice. Yeah. Well, somebody's looking after his dog in a hotel, which seems to where all the gangsters go. Yeah. So it's it's all about that. There's a third one. So you got you yeah. got two more films to watch if you haven't finished this one. Mm. They're all pretty good. So, and who is the actor? So it's got Lovejoy in it. But who's the who plays Wick? Oh, um, Keanu Reeves. Oh, it is Keanu. I thought it, but it, it, it's very good facial hair. Keanu's got always got good hair. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know whether it's sort of a bit hammy or not. Oh, it's a little bit, yeah. But you know, it's um, entertaining. Yeah, I kind of watch half an hour at the moment when I go. It's two hours long, <clears throat> and uh, I watch. Um, Anyway, listen, let's get on with this. Cut all this out. And uh, probably time now for you to do Tech Talk. Okay. Uh, Facebook and similar apps and websites can be ordered to take down illegal posts worldwide after a new ruling from the EU court. There you go. That's something decent the EU's done. Okay, good. (coughs) Right. um, Ransomware has forced three hospitals in the US um, to close their doors. I did tell you about this last week. But uh, mm. so it's uh, a what, new ransomware. Bre- ransomware, yeah. yeah. There's a new breed of it, sort of uh, going around the world at the moment. So I imagine our NHS is probably going to get hit at some point. Which we could find out the people who perpetuate this and deal with them. They come and go. They sort of uh, disappear after they've uh, cashed in, and then they're obviously run out of money with their private yachts and whatever. <laughs> and then they come back and do another round. So uh, it's hard to catch these people. Hmm. Uh, Microsoft are going to go back into the phone market after they uh, quit for a while, uh, but this time they're not going to be putting uh, Windows on their phones. They're going to be putting Google Android on their phones because uh, Microsoft thinks that Windows is no longer the future. Right. So that's what a, do you think? Well, Windows will always be sort of well loved, but they're moving oh. more into the apps like phones on on Windows now. I was talking to somebody the other day. What is my phone the success? Yeah. And a young person said to me, you've got a really small phone. I'm amazed at a man of your age. You should have a slightly bigger screen. Yeah, but the clarity of the 6S, it's a retina screen. It's really good. Well, I find it good. It's a good screen. That's a good size in your hand. I like a good size in my hand. Uh, Windows 7 has been given a lifeline for three years. Windows 7, Mm -hmm. one of the most popular operating systems, is a few people still using it. Technical support's going to expire in January next year, which means it's going to be prompting you continually, telling you that the computer you're using is out of date, get a new one or upgrade the operating system. But for a fee, Microsoft will let you continue getting updates for the next three years. Very good of them. That's nice. And the film to go and see this week is The Joker. Is that like Batman? It is uh, the Joker from Batman. It's like about the Joker and just the Joker. Oh, okay. Uh, Who plays the Joker? The main actor. You are fucking useless, aren't you? I was going to give out my uh, the the, uh, email if you want to get in touch. Jameswellradio at gmail dot com. Jameswellradio at gmail dot com. But there's no point if we're not doing any more. Um, You sent. You sent me on this running order, this uh, long email as well. Oh, yeah, we had an email. What? Why have you sent me? Do you want me to read this one out? Lying Dogs from Shay Marmon. Hmm. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. Who says, good morning, James and Robbo. A man sees a sign outside a house, talking dog for sale. He rings the bell 
and the owner appears and tells him the dog can be viewed in the back garden. The man sees a very nice-looking black Labrador retriever sitting there. Do you really talk? he asks the dog. Yes, the Labrador replies. After recovering from shock of hearing the dog talk, the man asks, So tell me your story. The Labrador looks up and says, Well, I discovered that I could talk when I was pretty young. I wanted to help the government, so I told the SAS in no time at all they had me jetting from country to country, sitting in rooms with spies and world leaders, because no one imagined that a dog would be eavesdropping. I was one of the most valuable spies for eight years, but the jetting around really tired me out, and I knew I wasn't getting any younger, so I decided to settle down. I signed up for a job at Heathrow to do some undercover security work, wandering near suspicious characters and listening in. I uncovered some incredible dealings and was awarded several medals. I got married, had a few puppies, and now I've just retired. The man is amazed. He goes back into the house and asks the owner how much he wants for the dog. Ten quid, the owner says. Ten pounds? But this dog is absolutely amazing. Why on earth are you selling him so cheaply? Because he's a lying c**t. He's never been out of the garden. <laughs> um, I wish I'd read that before. I wouldn't have read it out. I apologise. What's a long f***ing thing for that? How could it... Listen. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shay. Very good. Very, very good. Yeah. Oh, dear. Very, very good. Was well, Shay, wasn't it? it? Yeah, well, well delivered. Well, yeah, very good, Shay. And that was without actually reading it before. Imagine what I could have done if I'd been bothered. Well, uh, I took uh, go back to the fact: no money, no, uh, no, whatever. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's a good way to finish the pod last ever podcast with a joke, which made me laugh. Oh, you get a plug your books then. Well, my book that's now uh, so old, the, the book I thought I, I wrote when I thought I was dying. Um, mind you, somebody said ever since uh, you wrote the book, which was what, 2007, something like that? Around that time, yeah. You know, you got booted out of talk radio, although I did a little bit about that in the paperback that came out. Uh, you went to work for LBC. Uh, you went to work for the BBC. You went to work all over the place. Um, and then sadly, Melinda got cancer and died. Mm. You went to the Big Brother house. There surely is lots to write about. I don't know. I'm, I'm depressed today. I don't know what to do. Audiobook is the way forward, I think, for you. Yeah, well, let's do it. Why don't we just do it? We need to uh, get a, a diary written up, some notes in. I could just add a little bit, mate. You could, but uh, then it'd be all, all over the place, wouldn't it? Well, I'd start off like this. <clears throat> well, there we are. No work. LBC frog-marched me out of the building, wanted me to sign a, 
a statement saying I was moving on to better things. I didn't do that, by the way. I just went on Twitter and said, very sorry to be leaving LBC. Not my choice, but I wish them well. And when I know what I'm doing in the future, I'll let everybody know. Good thing about social media, actually. People can't make you say things that you don't want to say. And, you know, I don't have a right to a job. Nobody has a right to a job. Absolutely. But I don't want people saying something that's not true, like I'm uh, going on uh, to uh, to do other things, because a lot of my listeners would felt that I had let them down and just decided to bugger off, because I wouldn't go on a radio station and rubbish them. Uh, but they wouldn't let me do my last program and say goodbye to my listeners, I'm uh, moving on. You know, I find that really annoying. So anyway, I went off. Melinda and I disappeared to... France for a while, and I was quite happy doing nothing. I was lighting this lovely bonfire and standing out in the back garden. She said, is this it for the rest of our lives? Well, I was quite happy. She said, no, you're not really. So back we went. I rang my agent. I said, I need some work. And you know, the first job I got, Tony Blackburn was doing a show for BBC Berkshire. And he'd um, got in touch and said, do you fancy filling in? It wasn't a lot of money, I have to admit. In fact, I think it cost me more to get there and get home. Um, but I did do that for a little while and then actually really enjoyed it. And then a job came up on BBC Essex. I hadn't really thought about going to the BBC permanently, but they um, offered me the breakfast show. Well, I got very excited. Breakfast show. I'd never really done a breakfast show for years and years. Last one was at Radio Air in Leeds. And so I got really excited and said, yes, I would love to do that. Had uh, meetings with the boss and then he gave me a ring. He said, James, you know, we've offered you the, the show. We really would like to, but an edict has come down from on high and we have to see whether or not we could find a female presenter who could do a better job than you first. I said, well, I hope anybody, it doesn't matter on the gender, if you can find somebody who you would prefer to have than me, please. I don't want any favouritism, not that I ever got any. Anyway, a week or so passed and the guy got back and he was very he was very sincere and he said, no, 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 we, we've, uh, we would like for you to come here and, and I did. And I'm not going to do any more, but you see, I could go on like that, couldn't I? You missed me out completely. Were you around then? I was the first person to get in touch with you after you got booted out of LBC. Oh, that's when we started the podcast, wasn't it? Well, I can't remember everything, but if you're there recording it, you'll be able to bring those things up, won't you? <laughs> that's why I said we need a little diary. Yeah, but I don't, I don't do diaries well. But okay, well, we could, you know. Well, no, we just get a, a year planner, and then we write right. things on it, and then we keep okay. filling the year planner in until we've got, like, the... Mm the timeline, and then you can fill in the bits in the middle, sit down, record like a, a year each day, and then by the end of the week, bang, we've got an audio book. Yeah, but how are we going to make any money out of it? 29p a copy. 29p? I don't know how much audio books make. Okay. All right, let's do the questions. I've got to go. Okay, uh, Rob James, if money is the root of all evil, why do they ask for it in a church? Why does anybody go to a church? Oh, answering the question. Um, well, probably because they're the root of all evil. Take all the money off everyone, and therefore no one has money other than the church, and then the evil goes away. I've never understood why the church actually asks for money when they are one of the wealthiest organisations in the land. Because lead's very expensive. 
Oh, right. Okay. I think you'd be ridiculous to go and give them money, by the way. But then I don't go to church, synagogue, mosque, or anything else like that. Direct debit, standing order, one of those things. Not for, no, religion is the root of all evil, in my view. It's purely there to actually manipulate people. Lynn Pedley, are our politicians under too much pressure and is it stopping gifted people from getting involved in running the country? No. Daniel Seven says, say Alexa, translate Jeremy Corbyn carrots 100 into Welsh. Very interesting. Why, what does it say? It'll probably say Jeremy Corbyn moron can't. Oh, right. How do you know that? I live in Wales. Go on. Uh, Graham Wilman, uh, Labour talk about stopping private schools, so the taxpayer has to pay for an additional 615,000 children who were previously paid for by their parents. Is this really a good idea? Of course, it's not a good idea, nor would it actually be feasible. It's a ridiculously stupid idea sprouted out by somebody who just wants to make everybody exactly the same and more or less wandering around like zombies. Uh, Karen Cliff. Uh, will it ever stop raining? Yes. Tom Poole. Oh, I haven't heard from Tom Poole in a long time. No, well, I fell out with him. Oh, do you want me to read his question? Yeah, go on. Jeremy Corbyn, you love him really, right? Nope, nor do I love the BBC. Thank you, Tom. I met Tom <clears throat> a couple of times. Once I was with you, and he's a really nice bloke. But he's he's really entrenched in being a Remainer. He'll get over it. And doesn't like uh, Boris Johnson. And I, I mean, he's been with the BBC probably too long and it's kind of infiltrated his brain. But I'd be interested to hear your response to that, Tom. You need to come out and hang with me and Rob. He bought me a Coke. He's mm. a nice man. Uh, Darren Bishop. When there's a general election, all media channels like the BBC, Sky, etc. have to be impartial. So my question is, should the law also apply to Brexit? I think some of the media are guilty of scaremongering and also guilty of dividing the country as much as the MPs have. Very good point, Darren. And you may have something there. Go and see a doctor. What? About his thing. Very funny. <laughs> right, come on. I uh, need to go on Richard show. Gill. Uh, Boris accused of using offensive language. Does this mean that a certain type of striped sweets will have to have its name changed? What are striped sweets? Humbugs. Oh, right, yeah. And you can't say the word surrender anymore because the snowflake generation of the Labour Party get terribly offended, don't they? Mm. Speaking of name changing, the Marathon Chocolate Bar is coming back. Oh, good. I had a website... Uh, called bringbackmarathon.org many, many years ago, and I got something like 24,000 signatures, and I sent it to Mars, <laughs> and I never heard a thing. So I wonder if they just received the email eventually. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, right, is that it? Uh, Chris Beddows. Why do I get the feeling that Tony Blair is up to no good? I have no idea, Chris. Probably because you're obsessed with the man. Thank you very much indeed. Good night to everybody. And it's been wonderful doing this podcast. And um, I suppose Rob's going to try and convince me to do it again next week. Oh, it's easy. I just go like this. I'll see you next week.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>